this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The Jay Allen Show is streaming now on safetyfm.live. Welcome to Safety FM, where we talk about safety that's truly inspired by you. Yeah, don't get confused here. This is the Jay Allen Show, but we're going a little bit retro today. So let me tell you what we have going on today here on the Jay Allen Show. Yeah, a little bit of rock and roll today, and there's a reason behind that. Today, I have the privilege of speaking to the one and only Samuel Goodman. Most people know him as the Hop Nerd, so that's exciting. So who is Samuel Goodman? If you have not listened to the show called The Hop Nerd, you need to jump on that and take a listen. He is a great personality. I love the guy to death. Don't tell him. It's our little secret. But if you don't know much about him, let me explain some stuff about him. He is a father, a significant other, and a friend, first and above all else. He's also a safety professional and an organizational culture geek. The Hop Nerd is an evangelist for safety differently. So without further ado, stolen straight from Todd Conklin, let's get you started with The Hop Nerd here on The Jay Allen Show. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So thanks for taking the time for actually doing this. I know that it's been a very strange time at the moment. <laughs> it's, been, it's been wild and crazy. It's nice to, nice to actually talk to someone outside of the house. <laughs> so have, are you quarantining yourself on purpose or are you guys on lockdown? Um, we're, we're on, uh, yeah, we're not on lockdown. We're just kind of self-quarantining right now. Okay. No, because so. the funny thing is that I know some people that have been doing it on their own. Right. You know, all of a sudden, boom, now, depending on where you're at, some places are doing it. Now they're like freaking out of, oh my God, I'm going to be locked out. And it's like, well, you kind of started on your own. Yeah, we, we were kind of, uh, fortunately with my, my, my day job employer, um, they kind of jumped to it pretty quick. And really early, just said, listen, all non-essential folks, if you can telecommute, that's what you're going to do. Uh, so obviously we, we generate electricity. So we have some folks that, that we have to get out to the sites and kind of do some stuff. But for the vast majority of our weeks right now, uh, and then I'm kind, of, I'm kind of forced into it because I've got a five-year-old that's not in school right now. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, We call it the illusion of choice. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. So, I actually so head like- over to some of the stuff and, and head over to some of the sites and actually do some stuff over the past couple of days, and I haven't been able to. So, so how are you liking the? Are you doing the homeschool, or she, would she be on spring break at this time? So she was right past the cutoff. So she's she actually hasn't started kindergarten. She's still been pre K. So she was she was right past the cutoff. So she was still doing her regular kind of more uh, pre K daycare type of thing until she starts school in uh, in August. So it, it's really, it's just, just keeping her home. So it's just, yeah, it's been interesting. <laughs> well, I, I think it's interesting because like here they're starting to actually tonight, they're going to shut down Orlando is really what it boils down to. Right. And they, so my, one of my oldest daughter was actually in, she's going to elementary school and they've canceled elementary school. And they're saying that the 15th is the projected date or when they're going to come back. I don't think it's going to happen at all. But yeah. my youngest daughter is in daycare. And that's still going. I mean, that's still going 100%. And I'm just like, I don't get that, but okay, whatever. Well, that's, that's kind of what happened here. I, I, she goes to a um, – her, her daycare is awesome. Um, you know how those things can be. They're kind of hit or miss. Uh, but we, we took some time and really, really found a good one. And they're technically still open. 
technically, right? They, they didn't, they didn't really come out and say we're shutting down, but they basically called everyone and, and, talking to the, the center director, um, she basically passed on to us. She said, listen, we're not technically shutting down, but no one is bringing their kids in. <laughs> so we're, call, we're calling around to ask to see if anybody's coming, because if not, we're just going to lock the doors and put a sign on the door and say we're closed. So, there, there, was never a, there was never a mass order. Uh, Arizona has, has remained open in, in a lot of those ways as far as schools and, and daycares and certain things like that. There was an executive order that came out from the governor not too long ago that shut down gyms and all that stuff because gyms were open up until the past week, really. Oh, wow. Um, pretty much everything else was open up until the past week uh, other than just some pretty strong recommendations on certain things. I know talking to, to my friends back east, I'm, I'm from Virginia originally, and Virginia, they pretty much shut down and said they're not coming back for the rest of the school year. And I think that that's going to be that's going to be the case in most places. They're going to do the virtual school thing, which is really going to be just kind of a joke. And I don't mean that in a bad way because, I mean, that can come across as a bad thing of me saying that, but I think it's going to kind of be one of those things of trying to have the kids still being involved. Right. right. I don't really think they're going to focus on, Hey, you failed virtual school and you're not it's making not, it yeah. bad yeah. enough with things that are going on. Talk about breezing into an easy graduation for those seniors. Good for them. <laughs> right. and, and I don't know if you noticed this, but um, yesterday there was a news story that came about um, out of some of the, me- some, some of the people that are in the medical field out in New York that are, if this is the year they're scheduled to graduate, they're going to let them actually go out early as long wow. as they're willing to intern in New York to actually help out with, with this thing that's going on. And I thought it was an interesting approach because you're going to get real life experience also at the same time. So if you were scheduled to graduate in May, they're going to go ahead and say, boom, let's do it early. And there was, I, it didn't go into depth if they were actually even going to allow that to the people that were scheduled to graduate in December. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's super interesting because that's, uh, that's pretty unheard of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I, mean, I, I mean, but we're in kind of an unheard times. I mean, unless you go back to like 1918 at the moment and go, right. okay, Spanish flu. Right. Well, and I, I think I think that's a lot of uh, a lot of the conversation now, right? I mean, I've been dealing with that um, throughout my uh, throughout my days telecommuting, working from home, um, about how much of you know your current uh, regs that we follow, current procedures, current rules that we follow, actually hurt us pretty bad right now. And going, listen, I don't care if you have a fit test; you're going to wear the freaking respirator. <laughs> I don't care if we medically cleared you. That's out the window right now. Right? Compliance can suck and, and, it as far as I'm those, concerned right now. That's the truth. I mean, and these are the questions that I, I keep on asking to people, especially that are able to telecommute. So you're doing telecommuting and then you're able to interact with some of the people that are out in the field. Right. What are the questions that are coming out from them? Because those are the, the people that I keep on being so interested in and going. So what is their their thought process, especially having to be out there right now? Yeah, I, You know, I, I can speak to... I can speak to folks in in the kind of utility power generation, all that kind of stuff, um, and folks in Arizona. So this is very specific. Arizona does not have this sense of panic that I kind of see in a lot of other states, at least at at, at extreme level. I've kind of mentioned and commented on seeing it in the grocery store quite a bit. You kind of see it in day to day life, uh, but for those folks that are actually out there working and essential folks, you know, that help keep the lights on, they're just seeing it as a kind of a normal day. <laughs> Other, oh, wow. than, other than than uh, than kind of jumping through some extra hoops, um, but then again, I've seen companies here at least be very, um, very, pretty, pretty smart as they've approached this thing. They started sending non-essential folks home way back when, a couple weeks ago. Um, so the plants were already limited, um, locations were already limited. There are folks out there, you know, in their in their transmission distribution side, they they were already pretty limited on the staff that was there, you know, limited to essential personnel. And then those folks that were there, uh, they were basically distanced in place. So they've 
been living with this stuff for a few weeks now. So for some folks out there, some organizations that were a little late to the game, this might be new. So the panic, I think we already got past a little bit of the, hey, this is weird phase. And we're kind of into the phase of, okay, it's normal for me to go through and get a symptom check and get my temperature read and get a wristband for the day so I know, you know, that I've had been checked and before I go to work. Um, where most of the folks that I'm interacting with, that's pretty that's pretty normal for them right now, at least a new normal right now. This is The Jay Allen Show. Well, I want to make sure that I mention to you this before I forget. We right now at Safety FM are running a contest till the end of the week, which is Friday, April the 10th. And this contest consists of us giving away 10 free ads that will air on our different shows. So if you have the opportunity, go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest to enter. From there, you have the chance of actually entering in daily. And we will actually produce the content and run the ad for you just to be able to assist and help grow your business. Make sure you go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest for more details. And we are back on the Jay Allen Show on Safety FM. So as you're seeing this, and I know that you can only go specific to the area that you're in, are you seeing scarcity for some then when it comes to the whole thing? Uh, what do you mean as far as scarcity? So, so meaning like they're all of a sudden afraid because they're seeing this maybe not so much in the Arizona area, but they're seeing, okay, all of a sudden, let's say the East Coast, let's just use the example of New York, or if you want to go somewhere a little bit closer, mm-hmm. we talk about California. Sure. They're seeing the whole state's closed. Is it Right, right. And and that that's a fear, right? And again, um, you don't really see so much of that with, with the utility folks, at least fear of, of not being able to work, I guess. Um, I think in our, you know, we, as with most, you know, you know larger utilities, uh, we have a lot of contractors. I think there's probably more fear in that space, right? Um, as we kind of scale back to just keeping, keeping, uh, really just making electricity, right? Um, what a lot of folks don't think about that are outside of, outside of our space right now is that this thing hit right in the middle of the out, of, of outage season. Right for for power plants, so we're halfway through doing major overhauls on units, and we have units offline that aren't normally offline, and we've got turbines tore apart and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and then all of a sudden, we're going, "Holy crap, we gotta not let you come to work right now." <laughs> so we, we've we've you know down quite a bit of generation as what we had normally been. Um, and uh, I'm not sure. Um, I grew up in the nuclear world in the commercial nuclear generation space, so I'm not sure how that world is functioning right now. I think that would be interesting. Um, I just haven't asked yet. I haven't reached out to any of my friends in that space yet to see how that's working. But as they go into these spaces with these massive outages that are going on, sometimes bringing in thousands of contractors to work on these nuclear sites, um, this is prime time for those to be happening in spring. Uh, I'm wondering if they've continued on with those outages or if they've postponed them. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. But, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see how it's played out for us. Again, in the utility world, uh, my my day job is in fossil generation, so I, I'm playing around in a bunch of uh, – I'm, I'm not on the coal side. I'm in the natural gas side. So hanging out with a bunch of natural gas power plants and all that stuff. Um, a lot of what I'm seeing is just folks adapting to what's the new, nor- you know, the new normal for them right now, which is um, symptom checks and staying six foot away from each other. And, you know, all that kind of fun stuff that's happening. Well, and, and, and let me kind of just kind of jump around because I've not where I can tell you, we can make this whole conversation about everything that's going on. And oh, I don't because sure. I think that, I think that people are taking a listen to what we have going on just to kind of get a little bit out of the norm. And I'll tell you, I was the one to start off with that portion of the conversation, so I apologize. No, no, no. So let me kind of jump around a little bit because I wanted to ask you when we first started off, and I've and I've had this question since day one, even though we've had several conversations. Um, why did you decide to do a, a safety podcast? What was what was that you saw that was missing at the time that you said this is something that you figured that you needed to do? Well, I will. I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> 
honestly, it was pretty selfish, I guess. <laughs> it just, it seemed like a lot of fun. It seemed like something I wanted to do, number one. Um, you know, I, I'd been a nerd in audio and playing with AV stuff for a while, and I'd kind of put that down for a while as I'd kind of kind of got more focused in on my career over the past 10 years or so. Um, but then as I started to tune in and listen to other podcasts and, and really started to pay attention to stuff that was going on in the safety space outside of kind of my normal bubble, I was like, this, this is really cool. This is something that I, I would really enjoy doing. It scared the crap out of me, to be honest with you, at first. Um, so I put it off and put it off and put it off. And then eventually I'm like, okay, if it scares me, I should probably do it. So I just jumped into it and started playing with it. Um, so I'm, really, I guess the short answer to that is is – is that I would just really wanted to to have a little bit of a hobby, I guess, to, to play oh, with I, it and I, I, see I, where it went. I just thought the assumption was the ones you were listening to were so crappy that you said you just needed to create your own. So that's that's part two to that. that that's part two to the response. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, there's there's some great ones, obviously, right? There, there's there's some awesome ones out there. Um, but what I found in the safety space, in particular. Uh, and it, it started. I started noticing it in a, in organizations that I was associated with first. Is that things were very? Um, oh, you are uh, so giving me a political answer. Let's blah, be- blah. <laughs> I guess is the right <laughs> way to put it. Wait, here's 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 the word that we coined. Um, the, the word that we coined uh, in my organization was we started calling it starchy. Okay. So it, safety was very starchy. It was very like pressed slacks and 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 polo shirts all all day, right? It was very starchy. Now, they recorded their podcast inside of the bathroom, and it sounded like there was echoing. And they wanted to give you all these stupid um, references to these numbers and these right. systems, and they sounded like crap. Let's just be realistic, because that's yeah, for what sure. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was boring, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, oh, sure. You said it. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> it was boring. So then that that's part of starchy right to me starchy is 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 that right it's it's the pressed slacks it's the polo shirt and it's someone rambling on about data (laughs) wow are you calling out an organization in particular no 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 i'm I'm calling out most of them i think (laughs) (laughs) let's just be let's be real when it comes to this there's some of them that are out there that i think they started off with very good intention but then it became a format where they're trying to market their memberships so right. that way we can be a little bit more specific, but right. they're marked their memberships. That's the whole purpose behind it. And I think that with what you have going on, it is such a different approach. Number one, you called yourself a nerd, which most people don't have the balls to do. So <laughs> I thought it was pretty interesting that you did that. And then number two, you take a different approach on it. I almost feel like when I'm watching your show, because I watch them when you do the YouTube stuff, um, that I feel like I'm waiting to, I'm actually watching like a rock star doing his, prepping for his rock show as you're going through the motions and covering stuff. And you're constantly moving. I don't see you stand still during that show. That's a good, because you're looking at your phone. Sometimes you have some distractions with some people blocking the camera, not throwing anybody out there. Um, But you're doing these different things that you're trying to make sure that the audience is engaging. And at that point, you're doing all these different stuff. And that's what the video portion. And I'll tell you the first time that I heard the show and you were on a different platform at the time, I was very intrigued. And I want to say I listened to the first one. I want to say I listened to the second one. By the third one, I think I had already contacted you saying, okay, we need to do something. And that's how we're here now. So as you decided to do this, why did you take such a different approach? Well, I think it was to counter some of that, right? I mean, as as with most things like that, I think you're you try to produce what you feel like you would want, right? I mean, you you feel like when when I was looking in that space, that's what was was missing for me. 
um, was that kind of edginess, that, that that punk rockishness, and that's kind of what that's that's our slogan around the house. That's that we haven't released to anyone else. Is that we we really want, and I say we as my family, right? That's my team. <laughs> but we, we want it to be kind of the punk rock of safety, right? We we want it to not be starchy, to not be dry, to not be boring. We want entertainment is is valuable right you, you gotta if, if it's if it's not entertaining you're not going to spend any time watching it and i feel like that's what i was missing when i when i would tune into most um safety podcasts or watch most safety videos um i would just find myself bored and i'm going out ah, blah 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 10 cfr yeah okay got it i, I learned that 15 years ago i don't really care to talk about the regs i want to talk about real stuff that we can actually do in our organizations um, and that's really where I, that's, that's where I kind of brought in that, that nerd name from, um, is I didn't want to be known as any type of guru because I'm not right. I didn't want to be known as any type of, of, of expert. Cause I, I don't really consider myself an extreme expert. At least, um, I wanted to be known as someone that really just wants to dive into the stuff and continue to learn and share what I learned. And that's really where the, where some of the nerd name came from. Plus it was given to me kind of early on by some friends at work. <laughs> was that in a good context or kind of questionable? It was, it, it, well, so it's power generation, so it's always kind of questionable. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it's, it's, it was both. It was kind of, kind of the, 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 the fun. Hey, I like you with, but I like you enough to give you a little, little stab in the ribs there. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Just a little bit of ribbing, of course. Right, right, right. I'll tell you, and of course I get to see some things that others don't. You have a lot of content that you've already released, but also a lot of content that you haven't released. Right. What, what drives the passion of you having so much ready to go? I mean, well, when I say you have a lot, I'm talking about, I would, I don't know if I want to give exact numbers because that's not fair to you for me to do that, but you have so much stuff just kind of waiting for you. Just, you just have to hit a button and let it all, let it all out there. But there's so much info. What drives you to have that much passion to be so far ahead of the curb? Well, and I think that's exactly it is, is the passion piece. Um, as with most, I, I grew up, um, I started in safety relatively young, and I, I know I'm not going to give a full kind of history here, but let's just say I started in safety young. I was around, I got to see all the crap that we all dislike about safety, or most of us dislike about safety. Um, and I've seen the negative side of that stuff. Uh, and that's that's where my passion really started to brew uh, around doing kind of safety differently. And I've seen the benefit to to our our frontline folks and to our folks out there doing actual work as we kind of transition to safety differently, new view of safety, whatever whatever we want to call it. Um, and so my passion ultimately comes from there, uh, and it really it, it's really that phrase that we threw out a lot is that I really just want to help make the world a better place to work, um, and I think I can do that by continuing to share that message. Uh, and that's what keeps me going with it. That's how I developed all of all of that content. And absolutely, that's there's so much of it that that that's why I switched to to adding an extra day of release for the podcast, at least. <laughs> but it it seems like the more that I release, the more I continue to do. Um, as we kind of you know we were talking about the YouTube stuff, doing the live streams now. Um, it's like okay, yeah, that was great. I, I scrolled all that away, but now we can release that faster. And oh, but. Let's do more. Let's do more videos. Let's do more live streams. Let's do this. So, um, yeah, I think it is. It's, it's ultimately that. That's that's where all of that passion comes from. Um, is just that to boil it down into something very very simple. Um, and it's it's not just contained to hop. It's not just contained to safety. Um, it's the whole thing. It's just trying to make the world a better place to work. This is the Jay Allen Show. So you're bored with what you're listening to, and you think you need a little more because if you need a little more. I think I can help.
everybody. Todd Conklin, Pre-Accident Investigation, and along with my buddy Jay Allen of Safety FM, we've done the unthinkable, and that is we put some of my books up on Audible. So if you gather information by listening to books on audio, you're in luck because three books are available right now. And if you're interested, you can pick them up. No problem at all. Workplace Fatalities, The New Five Principles of Human Performance, and my very first book called Simple Revolutionary Acts are all available for you to enjoy and ponder and argue and chew on, and they're, they're yours, and they're on Audible. Try them out. As your business continues to change, so does the support and help that your business needs. Here at Safety Focus Moment, we want to be able to continue to meet the needs that you have as an organization. Just because the world around us has changed does not mean that we're not there for you. We are currently running a special offer to the Safety FM listeners. All speaking engagements, cross-industry workshops, transportation and logistics workshops, and audio services, including commercials such as this one, are available at a special price of 50% off. If you go to safetyfocusmoment.com, that's safetyfocusmoment.com, and use code VIRTUAL, V-I-R-T-U-A-L. That's VIRTUAL, V-I-R. T-U-A-L. You'll get 50% off your order. Please be aware that Safety Focus Moment is here for you, meeting all of your business needs during this unique time in the world. And we are back on the Jay Allen Show on Safety FM. So now, are you taking any of your video streams and actually making them part of your podcast, or are they just kind of like standalone to where your, your audience members would need to actually take a view, a post actually just normally just taking a listen? No, so I'm 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 actually taking um I'm taking the two main live streams. So um, most folks out there that have been kind of following along with me have noticed that uh, I've been live streaming just about every single day right now. Just with everyone kind of locked up in the house, it's it's been for my sanity more than it is for anyone else. I won't I won't lie about that. Uh, <laughs> it's a great way for me to interact with people. Um, but the the main the main live streams that I'm doing uh, Wednesdays and Fridays, as soon as we get done with the live stream, I just upload it up to the podcast feed as a bonus. So it's there too. Um, uh, as you mentioned, we get a little visual with some stuff. So as long as you're willing to sit through me, uh, maybe describing something <laughs> a little bit, you know, that, again, it's, it's mostly a camera based show with that one, but it is, it is going into the, uh, into the feed. So let me ask kind of a, a, a strange thing for you. So I know that you have questions in the past that you actually had um, Red Decker's field guide. Right. So I, I would imagine that following after that, you had to read some of Conklin's books. For sure. Yeah. So so, how- and I, I'd actually, I'd actually spent some, I was fortunate enough to be able to spend about a week with, uh, with Todd. Oh, um, hold on. That's where I want to get to. <laughs> Don't jump the gun on me. Gotcha. How so, we- so, I, we- I will, so let me, let me, I'll answer your question. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, because you go from reading the guy's work to all of a sudden, now you're sitting in a car with him mm-hmm. and, you're not doing a podcast for your show. You're doing a podcast for the pre-accident investigation. And let's be realistic in our little industry, especially if we're related to anything inside a hop, being on Todd's show is a really big deal. Oh, so how, how does that go for you? It was mind blowing. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, it was absolutely mind blowing. And I, I, I guess I can give, um, I guess I can give a little behind the scenes and I, I guess I can because Todd, Todd gave it away in the, in the, the, the intro to that episode. Um, we had actually sat down, and I'm already nervous, right? It's it's Todd Conklin, 
right? Let's right. just be honest. As you said, it's freaking Todd Conklin, right? Um, somebody that I've looked up to in this space for a very long time since since I first knew what Hop was, right? Um, and we're sitting there, we you know, all jacked up, ready to go. We record this podcast in this nice sit down environment. And then all of a sudden, he goes, "Oh yeah, the computer ate it. Sorry, we got to do it again." <laughs> So we did it again in the car, as you mentioned, in, on the car, on, you know, on the, on the Zoom handy recorder. Um, and, and, and that's, that's what we heard, right? So it was, that was the second take, which was a little more interesting. <laughs> but well, he, he, he it, it was mind-blowing. It, it was mind-blowing to, to sit across, um, you know, from somebody that you look up to. And as you said, I think the best way to describe Todd in our field he, he's he's the rock star, right? He's a rock star in this space. So it, it's like meeting any any other rock star you look up to. No, I'll put it to you this way: the first time that I had Todd on the show, I was extremely nervous, even though it was it was over over a phone line. Right, and we didn't talk about parameters, time limits, or anything. We just went, and Todd covered anything that I asked. He was willing to, willing to cover, and then we actually we had a we have a pretty big friendship that came out of it. Mm-hmm. But the 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 interesting part is. I have looked up to Todd for several years. So to me, it's it's always amazing when I look down and all of a sudden I'm getting a phone call and it's Todd. And it's like, for me, it's like, how is Michael Jordan calling me? At least my Michael Jordan, how is right. he calling me? It right. just blows my mind from time to time on, on when I take a look at it. So when you go through the experience of not the first time, but the second time, what do you think when it's done? What What do you think? So it's like, he asked you, you're not asking him questions. He's asking you, how did you feel that it went overall? Oh, awful. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely awful. Yeah, no, it's so number number one, I mean, you're always going to be super critical of yourself, right? Um, right. Especially in that situation. But what folks but what, what folks don't see about that that episode um, is that it's me driving, right? It's it's Todd in the front seat of my car, um, handy recorder, Zoom handy recorder in my face, right? <laughs> trying to maneuver through this. This was pre-apocalypse. So, so there's plenty of Phoenix traffic, right? plenty of phoenix traffic and we're going to the airport we missed the airport like twice right so you talk about multitasking all this kind of crap right uh, but i'm trying to think drive and get todd to the airport and find the right terminal all, all <laughs> so if you can't tell i was a little distracted in that interview <laughs> yeah but i mean and the thing is that he's a distracting fellow as it is i mean I've, I've had the privilege of also doing some recordings with him in person outside of the one that i had done over the phone right and he likes to goof around. So I don't know if he was messing around with you while, while you're driving, which I'm sure he probably didn't. But he likes to make the faces and then kind of wait to see what you're going to do as a reaction. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I will tell you that we had some interesting experiences as, as we went out to eat throughout the week. <laughs> <laughs> hanging out hanging out with uh, with Todd in a restaurant is interesting, especially if you take him to Payway. So if you, if you ever have the opportunity or if you're ever hanging out with Todd, take him to a Payway. It's a blast. Okay. I'll have to keep that in mind. <laughs> So now you you made it to the pre-accident investigation. You do the show. You've and, and you've done actually interviews with some other people too. I'm seeing that you're actually changing almost the people that are coming on. And what I like is that you kind of do a pretty big diversity. You kind of go with people that are kind of new into the into the space, and then you're interviewing some people that are, we'll say known or that you've referenced that are known inside of the space. How do you feel about doing kind of the mixture of both things? I like it. You know. I- when I first started this this whole kind of thing, and I decided, okay, it's probably shouldn't just be me rambling. Um, I just wanted to have on people that I thought were cool and interesting and fun, and whether folks knew about them or not. I mean, I, I'm sure you can relate. Um, 
being in this profession uh, for as long as I have, you meet some amazing people. Um, and you meet some amazing practitioners out there that no one has ever heard of, right? I mean, folks that are just, that, that aren't even on LinkedIn, right? And I'm going, this this person, I need to get this person on. And there's some of those I'm continuing to work on um, that, again, not not downplaying the rock stars of our industry, such as the, 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 the Todds and the Deckers and those folks. But there are folks out there that have had such influence on me just by, by learning from them and them sharing some of their wisdom um, that, again, just, just folks that others have never heard of that I just want to help spread that voice around a little bit. Because if I can benefit from it, there's others out there that can. Uh, and I just want to give them a little bit of a platform to do that. So do you feel that you're accomplishing your goal? I feel I feel like it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always going to be. Uh, it's it's just the nature of my personality. I'm I'm pretty self critical, <laughs> stuff. Um, but I th- I think so, right? I think so. I think what every day it's just we're trying to make it a little bit better. We're trying to get get that next person on. We're trying to spread that message. Um, we're trying. I'm really just trying to put out stuff, whether it's in the podcast, whether it's in the live streams, whether it's in in my LinkedIn feed or other social media. I'm just trying to put out stuff that adds value to folks. Uh, that there's some value there. Um, my whole goal, uh, as I kind of started this, uh, especially with some of the, the other social media content that I churn out, um, was just I want to put out stuff that people want to steal, right? And let them. I, like I, I want them to steal it, right? I think that's great. I want to put out stuff, whether it's whether it's a picture, graphics, native content that we're developing, that folks go, okay, I'm going to steal that and put it in my presentation, right? That's, that's that's the end goal. So I think I'm doing. I think I'm doing that. I think I think we're pumping out quality stuff. So right now, what do you want to accomplish with the podcast itself? Is there something that you're looking on doing, or is this something? Is this going to lead to something else, or what? Are you, what are you thinking? I don't know. I, I just I just want to continue to grow it. Um, right now, I'm just, I'm just focusing on 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 quality content, and I think the growth will come. Right. I, I, don't, I don't really have a goal beyond just pumping out quality stuff right now. Um, I know personally, for me, I'm I'm really trying to get deeper into the live stream stuff. I'm really trying to get deeper into uh, the video content side of things. I'm starting to replace some of my normal typed content um, with actual video content instead. Um, so for me, kind of short-term goals, I, that, that's a lot of what, what folks are probably seeing out there is I'm really focused on stepping up the live stream game and stepping up the video game for the channel right now. I mean, you built out a whole freaking studio. Let's just be real here. I think, what did you say? I think you say you can hold eight people. Am I remembering that correctly? Max. Yeah, Max. Oh. Max right now. <laughs> Well, it's, it's my luck. So let's let's just let's just let's let's say this right now. Um, I have the worst luck on the planet, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay, I've got all these awesome friends in Phoenix. Um, I, I had on a, a near and dear friend of mine, an amazing hot practitioner, Miss um, Patty Kafferman, on the podcast. Um, there's my there's my plug for the podcast for folks to go back and listen to that one. Um, but. We had to do it sitting in front of a Wava Grill, right? We're sitting in front of a Wava Grill in Tempe, Arizona with a Zoom handy recorder. People are, like, pushing trash cans behind us and, like, flipping over chairs and car horns honking. And, well, I like the ambiance, right? Um, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, you know, I would love to have a place to be able to bring everyone together to be able to have that conversation. Uh, and that's that's the goal with the live streams. Um, my whole look comment was that, of course, you know, we get prepared to do all this stuff. We, we get set up with multi-cameras, multi-microphones, everything ready to go, ready to live stream. And then uh, then the apocalypse happens, right? Um, so we, we can't bring anyone, <laughs> anyone in. But that's the end goal. Is so folks like like my friend Patty or uh, all the other folks that I know in the Phoenix area, folks that travel through, because Phoenix is obviously a hub for a lot of us. 
Um, I would love to have folks in and actually have them in person on the live stream and, and do that, right? I think that would be kind of one of the one of the end goals is to get to that point, is really focusing on having having guests here and actually doing live stream with guests. I, I just I just think I love that format. It's just fun. Yeah, I mean, I think it's an excellent format on how you're doing all these things, especially the different aspects on how you do the content because you do full episodes, you do interview episodes, you do what I call minis or kind of kind of a few minutes and then you actually do the stream. I think you're doing some great stuff out there. Now, if people want to know more about your work and they actually get some more information. So the easiest way to find stuff about me is just head over to www.thehotnerd.com. That's that's an easy way to find me. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, just under Samuel Goodman. That's that's my main LinkedIn page. There's a Hot Nerd LinkedIn page too. But you know, if you just search uh, the Hot Nerd on most social media platforms, you'll be able to find me. The logo is pretty recognizable. Um, the Hot Nerd, you know, there's a lot of folks out there that use the Hop and Hop stuff, and you'll find some beer stuff, which is kind of cool. I like that too, but uh, <laughs> a, a, little, a little different from from our our podcast, from our show. But uh, you'll you'll see the logo. You can find me. Um, but yeah, LinkedIn is a great place to find me. That's that's kind of my main platform. That's where I'm doing a lot of communication with folks. Um, that's if if there's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me is on LinkedIn or through the website. Okay, so. Thank you for coming on to the show. And of course, I appreciate everything that you're doing out there. And uh, there's going to be a lot more to come from you. And I'm sure that I'll tag it on somewhere on this episode before it's all said and done. Putting out uh, before it's all said and done will be putting out 14 episodes a day. That's not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this brings another episode of the Jay Allen Show to an end. I really appreciate Samuel Goodman taking the time to have the conversation with us here today. And thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. And that's the listener. And a special thanks to my producer for the day, Olivia Allen. And we'll be back with another episode of the Jay Allen Show before too long. Goodbye for now. Want more of the Jay Allen Show? Go to safetyfm.com. The more you listen, the more we get into your head. Safety FM. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.